Welcome to English in 10 Minutes, real, unscripted English conversations about people, places, and their stories. After you listen to the episode, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com. Today I'm talking to a very special guest, who is my brother, Tim. Thank you very much for talking to us. Hi, Nick. <laughs> um, and what I wanted to talk to you about in the first of your many appearances on our podcast is that you were a kind of witness to a pretty amazing event, uh, which was the fall of the Berlin Wall. And you were in Germany at the age of 16 when this happened in 1989. And so how, how did it come to be that you were in Germany at, at that time? Okay, so I did a, an exchange, student exchange program. Um, uh, I was staying in a, a fairly small town in the very north of Germany, in Schleswig-Holstein, and um, um, we had a, a, a couple of visits to Berlin while I was there. And so the place where you were staying was in the former West Germany, right? That's right. Um, I mean, in 1989, uh, officially at least, uh, there were still two separate countries, West Germany and East Germany, and uh, I was uh, just north of a small town called Husum, um, which is um, very far north in Germany, not far from Denmark, actually, um, which was, yes, definitely West Germany at the time. And so during 1989, and you know, a couple of years leading up to that, but in 1989, throughout the old Eastern Bloc, you had these changes that were starting to take place in Czechoslovakia and Poland and these other countries. And so everybody was kind of watching Germany to see what would happen because Germany was really the the focal point of the Cold War and, and the, the East-West divide. And so did you feel, when you arrived there, it must have been, what, October or, or something like that, of 1989, did you feel that there was tension or excitement or anything like that? It was, um, as a 16-year-old, largely lost on me. I, I look back now and wonder how I missed it. Um, I wasn't, I just wasn't aware of these truly significant historical issues at the time. So um, I have to say, while I was there, I, I wouldn't have noticed um, as much as probably I should have looking back now. But I guess the other thing is that, you know, obviously in East Germany, this would have been a monumental change of the reunification of Germany, the fall of the Berlin Wall. And I suppose in West Germany, while an amazing event, it would have been perhaps less important to the West Germans than to the East Germans. I guess that's a good question. Um, certainly, the East Germans would have experienced a greater change mm -hmm. um, in terms of, well, their government mm -hmm. uh, and the general, I guess, concept of how their society would function. Um, you know, capitalism for them had been a dirty word and uh, then they had to sort of embrace it. But I think on the whole, the, the Germans in, in general would have been very keen to see the reunification. That's, that was my experience at the time, <laughs> um, purely from observation. Yeah, I think if, if you look back on it, yeah, as you said, so for the East Germans, it was about a complete change of, of their lives, of the political system and everything. But for the West Germans, it was probably more just about unification rather than changes necessarily to their daily lives because essentially their system had kind of won out. Um, and so 
do you I mean the 9th of November of 1989 is this famous date when when the wall came down so to speak which is that when people began to cross from one to the other and so do you remember were you watching that on television in the in the town where you were it was certainly um, on the news um, but again I, I I feel a little embarrassed to admit this at the time but as a 16 year old it wasn't the most important thing to me and I probably missed uh, a lot of what was going on around me at the time um, I did however um, managed to chip away uh, uh, my very own piece of the Berlin Wall. So that was, apart from being extremely exciting, um, I suppose that's a little bit of history that I've got to take with me. And do you still have those pieces of wall? You know what? <laughs> I don't know where they are now. I haven't thrown them away. Um, but uh, as I now live in London, I suspect they're probably back in Australia somewhere. Well, I remember when you came back from Germany and you had all these little pieces of, of the wall. And as you say, you were 16, but I was only nine. So, you know, I didn't really understand exactly what had happened. I mean, we'd followed the events, especially because we knew that you were there and you were nearby. But you came back and gave, gave me this rock or this stone, this piece of wall. And I said, oh, gee, that's a great present, isn't it? But, um, you know, but as we look back on it now, you know, this is one of the probably two or three most significant events of our lifetimes. Definitely. Um, and I've spent a little bit of time in Germany recently and um, in Berlin, Berlin in particular, and there's no escaping this fact. It's one of the reasons people, um, tourists flock to Berlin, the um, museums and the general sightseeing is, is full of this recent, this modern history, this recent um, development. And uh, it's interesting to, to note that the wall has almost been down as long as it was ever up. Uh, not quite, but uh, yet I think it will be of such significance for, for decades, if not centuries to come. Yeah, I think it just holds this fascination that especially, you know, to think that even in our lifetimes, you know, in, a, in Western Europe or in, in Germany, you had a divided city and a divided country. And it's just remarkable to think of the differences at that time. One thing I remember, I don't know if you remember this or if you were ever really aware of it, is that when you left and went to Germany, our father bought a computer for us. This is in 1989. It was the first computer that we had in, in our house. And we wrote a letter to you to send by mail to you in Germany where you were staying. And we said that we bought a typewriter. And so it was, it was feasible, it was believable at that time that it could have been a typewriter that we'd purchased and not a computer because a computer was sort of very new. And, uh, and so we wrote in this letter, oh, look, we're, you know, because we typed the letter on the computer and printed it out. We said, oh, we're, type we're sending you this letter that we typed on our brand new typewriter. Um, but it just shows the incredible changes that we've seen in our world from, from that time to this time. And like you said, you've been back to Germany quite a few times into Berlin, and so the changes that you see in Berlin over this 25-year period are amazing, right? Yes, I do remember um, my trip. I've, I've got a prop here, which is not going to go down too well on your uh, <laughs> podcast. I do have my original visa is that right? to transit uh, into um, East Berlin. Um, I remember very clearly that you had to pay 20 Deutschmarks or 20 East German, uh, 20 West German marks, I should say. Mm -hmm. uh, and we, you would get 20, or it might have been 25, but you would get the same uh, return to you in East German marks, which of course was um, nowhere near the uh, 
not that there was an official exchange rate, but um, 25 West German marks is probably more like uh, 200 East German marks. But um, I do remember going down the, um, the main street near to the Brandenburg Gate, which is Unter den Linden, and felt like being transported back, um, I would imagine, back to when the wall was was built in the 60s. Um, the, the shops contained very, very old products at very, very, very high prices. Everything was rather gloomy, um, perhaps because there was so much happening around us that people weren't going to the shops or they weren't going about their normal day-to-day business because of all this excitement. So maybe that made it feel even, even gloomier than it was, but it, it didn't, it really didn't feel like the vibrant, wonderful city that Berlin is today. Yeah. So it's interesting because so you would have been there right at that moment where change was coming, but yet you still had all of these relics of East Germany there as well. That's right, and here it is. Transit Visum. Deutsche Demokratische Republik. So if you don't have any more of the Berlin Wall, at least you have your transit visa as a souvenir. That's right. Okay, so thank you very much. You're very welcome. Thanks for listening to English in 10 Minutes. To download a worksheet for this episode, including the most useful vocabulary and a full transcript of the conversation, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com.